what would you be if you did everything God told you to do? And now for, if not for you. Thank you for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. And today I am again deviating from the series. The last week was a different message, and so is today. And, and today's message comes from George and I. We pray every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. And as we were praying, I was listening to George as he was praying. And George simply said at 5 o'clock in the morning, in the middle of his prayer was a line. And he said, for things could have been much, much different if not for you. For things could have been much, much different if not for you. And when he said that line, God immediately quickened in my spirit. That is the title of your next sermon. So today I speak to you from the subject, if not for you. Do you know where we could be if it wasn't for God? First of all, if it wasn't for God, we wouldn't even be sitting here thinking about if it wasn't for God. Because God created everything. We would not even be in existence if it were not for God. And Joy says, if it wasn't for you, things could be much, much different. How much stuff could have happened and Where would we have been without God's creation and without God's instruction and without God's protection in our lives? And some of the philosophers of modern time, there's even been a movie series about God is dead. And the movie series was actually titled God is not dead. But so many people think God is dead. And why do they think God is dead? They think God is dead because now We have a lot of trouble in the world. But when you really think about it, it's always been trouble in the world. It was trouble in the world. This is the Ark of Salvation. We're sitting here in a boat that's shaped like the Ark, representing Noah's Ark. But God had to destroy the world back then because there was a whole lot of trouble in the world. There's nothing that is happening now that was not present When God was overtly moving, what I mean by overtly moving, this was at a time when you had all of the miraculous signs that was there in the earth. When God was showing himself just with his physical presence and with the physical signs. And because people don't see the physical signs today, and because there is so much evil and so much trouble in the world, some folks say God is dead. I tell you, if not for you. Lord, if not for you, I don't know where I would be. Let me tell you, I was protected when I didn't use protection. I was protected when I didn't use protection. And so many of you have been like that. When we were on the brother's trip and I had that crash in Greece, I didn't have on my helmet. I wasn't protected, but God brought me through so many things in life. God has protected you and brought you through, if not for you. And when we look at it, sometimes we'll think, well, I'm talented. I I hear the singers as they play and sing and how talented they are. But then you have to realize, why is it that everybody doesn't have a good voice? Why is it that everybody doesn't have musical talent? A lot of this stuff, even when we work at it and we practice a lot, 
A lot of this, they're God-given talents. And every single one of us, we have a God-given or multiple God-given talents. And we were on a Zoom call and, and we were asked to visualize our hero. And when I think about the one hero in my world outside of the divine, it's actually my father. But then when I think about my daddy, what did I do to deserve my daddy? Had one of the most awesome fathers on the planet. What did I do to deserve my father, if not for God? In the last message, I asked you two questions. What do you worship? And are you sure? And I didn't give you an answer. And even today, I'm going to ask you a question. And neither today will I give you an answer because each answer is unique. But as I think about that, if not for you, things would be so much different. I want to ask you a question. What would you be if you did everything God told you to do? What would you be if you did everything God told you to do? Now, I think about my earthly father, and he was the cause of so much of my training. But I didn't do everything my daddy told me to do. And oftentimes, my daddy would come and say, well, why didn't you do that? And I didn't have a good, solid reason. My only answer was, I just didn't do it. You all ever hear that when your parents ask you, why you didn't do that? Mm-hmm. I just didn't do it. And I had that answer so many times. And I think about with my earthly daddy, who had so much wisdom, so much success. If I had done everything my daddy told me to do, where would I be? But now I think about if I did everything my Heavenly Father told me to be. Where would I be? If you did everything God told you to do, where would you be? I mean, in every single area of our lives, if we did what God told us to do. And some people say, well, I don't hear the voice of God. God speaks to us in so So many ways. I was listening to Angela Jones as she prayed on the last service. And and she made a statement that God is with us all of the time. And sometimes we don't hear God and we don't see God. And even God is speaking to us then. So there are times when you may not hear God. And you may not hear God like some other people. But God speaks to us. And if he doesn't speak to us in an overt, direct manner, he speaks to us in wisdom. So you can substitute, what if I did everything God told me to do? And you substitute, what if I did everything wisdom told me to do? Do you realize where we would be if we just followed what God and what wisdom told us to do? And see, the world's wisdom and God's wisdom, they're often radically different, but some of it is the same. The lower the level that you go, the closer the wisdom is the same. What do you mean low level? For example, physical stuff of your physical body. There's virtually no difference between God's wisdom and man's wisdom with that. They're virtually the same. So God tells you even in his word how to take care of yourself, just like man's wisdom will tell you how to take care of yourself. Do you realize just how we would look and how we would feel if we did everything we knew to do? Wisdom wise with just our bodies. Do you realize how our finances would be if we did everything 
God in wisdom told us to do with our money. And most of the time when you find out we're in a money crunch, usually we haven't followed wisdom. First wisdom, everybody should have gotten $420 for being here at the Render My Money class last year. You would have learned wisdom and you'd have got enough to put you on a whole nother level, many of you, with your money situation. So if we just did, what would you be if you did everything God told you to do? I mean, right now I was out of town two days ago. I was in my hotel room. I carried these little portable pull-up bars with me. I just finished a long set of pull-ups. And I was looking at myself with my shirt off in the mirror, and I said, oh, my goodness, I'm looking good. I sure was. I look looking good. I'm ripped. And I said, oh, my goodness, I'm looking good. And then I thought to myself, suppose I was doing what God told me to do, everything God told me to do. And when I thought about that, I would be at a whole nother level. See, we'll get complacent because of where everybody else is. And we'll see someone else and we're beyond where someone else is, but it's not where God told us to be. So I'm saying to myself, yeah, I think I'm looking really, really good now in the mirror. But suppose I was doing everything God told me to do just with my body, not even getting to the higher level stuff, just the low level stuff, just with that. What if I was doing everything God told me to do? Do you realize what level I would be had and how much better I would be looking, how much better I would be feeling if I was just doing what God told me to do all the way through. So I ask you that question. Where would you be if you were doing everything God told you to do? And some of you are running through your head. Well, probably too late for me now. Too late. I don't waited too long there. Too late. No, it's not. There's this old saying that goes, the best time to plant a tree was 25 years ago. The next best time to plant a tree is today. So, yes, you'd have been better off if you'd have started some of this stuff 25, 35, 40, however long ago. Yes, you'd have been better off if you'd have started some of this stuff way back then. But if you didn't start it way back then, the next best time is right now. Where would you be? If you did everything God and wisdom told you to do, if not for you. And God is speaking to us in so many ways, pricking our hearts, pricking our conscience, pricking our minds, telling us you need to do this. You don't have to have a booming voice out of the sky. It's a voice that's telling you, you need to do this. And even with this message today, I was trying to get a Bible verse and I was like, what verse you want me to preach from that? And he kept telling me Matthew 16, 2. I read Matthew 16, 2. I don't see how that relate to that whatsoever. And I got ready. I went to my workout room this morning. I was going to listen to something else because I often listen to audio books while I'm working out or while I was running this morning. So I'm going to listen to an audio book. He said, no, don't listen to an audio book. He said, I want you to open and I want you to go and put on and play Matthew 16 and you just put that on repeat. So I was in the workout room a little bit over an hour this morning and Matthew chapter 16 just kept playing over and over and over and over again. And each time I listen to it, I'm just getting new revelation about different stuff just in Matthew chapter 16 over and over and over. And I couldn't figure out why 16 2? what does that got to do with today's message? And this is Matthew 16 2. It begins with 16 1. Then the Pharisees and Sadducees came and testing him, asked that he would show them a sign from heaven. He answered and said to them, 
When it is evening, you say it will be fair weather, for the sky is red. That's Matthew 16 too. He answered and said to them, when it is evening, you say it will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And I'm saying, Lord, what has that got to do with today's message? If not for you, what has that got to do with that? And by the time I had finished that workout, I had an understanding of that. Jesus basically used a sailor's statement. Now, I've had two boats in my life. I used to fly a plane. And with both seamanship and aviation, this statement is real important. Any sailor or person who's out on the ocean a lot understands this. Anybody who flies a plane understands this. And it goes from a, a rhyming part that simply says, red sky at night, sailors delight. Red sky in the morning, sailors take warning. And what this means is if the sky is red at night, you're going to have smooth sailing, smooth weather. Everything's going to be peaceful. Everything's going to be calm. If the sky is red in the morning, a storm is coming. So Matthew 16 two, Jesus is telling the part of that poem that deals with red sky at night, red sky in the evening and red sky in the evening. The weather will be fair. Red sky at night, sailors delight. But when he gets to verse 16, 3, and in the morning it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and threatening. Hypocrites, you know how to discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the time. So Matthew 16, 2 says, the weather is going to be fine, even though it's snowing today. Snow is just pouring down out there today. And God says, Matthew 16, 2, over and over and over. And I listened to this whole chapter more than 20 times this morning. And I finally understood it. Even though it's storming, and I am in the middle of a series called Peace in the Storm. Even though it's storming outside, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. See, I've seen this. The pandemic was some of the worst stuff that the U.S. has been through economically. But I'm a part of two businesses and I saw one business prosper and we couldn't even understand why sales were so high. We were breaking all kind of records in the time when everything else was down. We were just up through the roof. We couldn't even understand what it's an economic storm, but yet it's red sky night. How can this be? We talked with our church advisor and, and they were telling us churches are split in two groups. There's one group that is struggling. This pandemic is going to close and it's closed so many churches because they can't pay the bills and it's just totally disrupted them. There's another group and they're doing better than ever. We're at the red sky at night. So even though there's a storm, it's red sky at night. Sailors delight in what God was trying to tell me to tell you about Matthew 16 too. It's red sky at night. And the weather's going to be fine. So no matter what you see, no matter what the news is saying right now, you're going to be fine. And I don't think the storms are anywhere near over. It's going to be stuff after, just like it has always been. There's always been plagues. There's always been pestilences. There's always been war. There's always been famine, which is the economic upturns and downturns. There's always been crime. 
Jesus said, look, don't store your stuff up on earth where thieves break your folks. Talking about the crime. Crime has always been. That's why they couldn't find most of the stuff in the Pharaoh's pyramids because thieves broke in and stole. The only reason I've been to Egypt, there's this huge display of King Tut stuff. The only reason King Tut stuff was not stolen because it was hidden. And when they built the pyramid that stored all the King's Tut stuff, it was way out in the desert and they killed all the workers who built it. So no one would know where it was. They buried it and killed all of the workers. That's the only reason they were able to find that stuff a thousand years later. Because these have always been here. So don't worry about the crime rate. That's going to go up and down. It always been up and down. All of this stuff is going to be here. But remember what Jesus said in Matthew 16 too. This is the word for you today. He says simply, when the sky is red in the evening, stuff is going to be fine. And we're dealing with red sky at night. You're dealing with red sky at night. So things are going to be great. But what you've got to realize is that other question. Where could you be? And things are great for me right now. I was just walking the other day. I went about five or six miles. I felt so phenomenal. So, Lord, things are so beautiful. I'm just so appreciative about it. Now, do you have anything you'd like to improve? Of course I do. I got some stuff I really would like change and I really would like in a better shape. But ain't nothing I can do about that. What I can do is to do what God has told me to do fully. And that's what I'm not doing. So that's why I asked you the question, where would you be if you did everything God told you to do? Where would you be? Now, I do believe that this group, we are red sky at night. Even though there may be storms coming for the rest of the world. And that's even why God had me to seal the ark. So no matter, even if something does happen in your world, for those of you who've been obedient, you're still protected. So we are protected beyond measure. And I don't think there's another church that's got that ceiling of the art program. I've never heard of it. Have you? Hmm, I've never heard of anything like that. So you are sealed beyond measure no matter what happens, as long as you've been obedient. And if you haven't been obedient, that's a whole different ball game. But as long as you've been obedient, we have red sky at night. Sailor's delight. So I do believe that we're headed for a, we're headed for beauty. We're headed for blessings. Even um, I was in Milledgeville this past week, and that's where Apostle Ronald Harden, that's Prophet Dexter's uncle, and we had gone to eat after we had a funeral here for one of our members who passed away. Not from COVID, but we had the funeral, and after that we went to eat, and, and Prophet Dexter told me, he said, I forgot to tell you what my uncle said. My uncle said... What God had told you about that 4,200-seat church is definitely coming to pass. He said, I heard God speak it just as loud, just as clear. He says, coming to pass. The money for that is coming. Because the bill of 4,200-seat church, that's a huge, huge project. He said, it's coming. It's just as clear that it's coming. But the thing I have to worry about is this. I have to do what God has told me to do to the fullest. It's why Jesus said, love the Lord thy God with all that heart, with all that mind, with all that strength, with all that soul. Love the Lord the God. With, I have to do what God has told me to do. And that thing is a challenge. But the closer I am to doing everything God has told me to do, the better I feel, the better I am. My peace grows. My health grows. My sharpness of mind grows. And God said, look, when you get yourself to the next level, everything you touch going to go to that next level. So I'm working on it. I'm working on getting myself to that next level. 
But I ask you the question, what would you be if you did everything God and wisdom told you to do? What would you be? In all of the different areas of your life, what would you be? And almost every time I see disaster, I can find deviation from the word of God, from what either God has told them or flat wisdom. What would you be? What would you be? What would you be? What would you be? Red sky at night, sailor's delight. I feel so good about the future. I really, really do. God, he brought it through Prophet Dexter's uncle, but it was a confirmation. But sometimes we need confirmation because the other problem with God's promises, they can take a lot longer than we figure. They take a whole lot longer than we figure. But oftentimes we're not ready because we haven't done what we're supposed to do. And the other thing about it, as I listened to that chapter over and over, my player got stuck at the end. Once I finished working out, I was sitting on the bench, catching my breath, calming down. And I was still listening, but I noticed this thing that got stuck in a loop. And it's not the chapter, not the whole chapter. It got stuck in a loop playing the last 30 seconds. And I've had this player that I've used on my phone for probably 10, 12 years. It's never gotten stuck before. It got stuck. So when it got stuck and it just kept playing over and over this same little section, I said, God's trying to tell me something. And I want you to understand, last week I was discussing with another pastor. He was telling me he believed Jesus is coming back soon. He said, Jesus is coming back within the next 10, 20 years. I just, he was telling me all the reasons. I said, well, you can't go by that because, because Hal Lindsey wrote the late great planet Earth. He just had all this long, he sold 10 million copies of the book talking about Jesus was coming back in 1980 some. Jesus ain't showed up yet. So you can't figure that the disciples didn't even know when Jesus was coming back. He said, no, but I believe Jesus is coming because this is why I did. I don't know. I ain't worried about it. I'm not worried about when Jesus comes, but what I want to make sure if I'm ready whenever he comes. That's my issue, and I do. I don't know whether I'll be here when he come back, but I know I'll see him. So when I do see him, I want to have my stuff ready. But the thing was stuck. It was stuck, and it kept playing this thing. Oh, and I, I'd never seen that before. Normally, when you put it on repeat, it goes all the way back to the beginning of the MP3 file, plays all the way through, go back again. And that's what it was doing all the while I was running. It was just playing the whole chapter over and over. When I stopped running and I sat down, it glitched. And it started playing just these 30 seconds over and I'm looking at my phone. I said, this is never, it's not supposed to do that. It's playing just these 30 seconds over and over, not the whole clip. What's wrong with this? And then I started listening to what it was saying. AV, I want you to play that. This is how my phone glitched this morning. His life, For the Son of Man will come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he will render to everyone according to his deeds. Most certainly I tell you, there are some standing here who will in no way taste of death until they see the Son of Man coming in His kingdom. Let it keep playing because it's going to start over again. It goes all the way to the end. For the Son of Man will come in the glory of His Father with His angels, and then He will render to everyone according to His deeds. Most certainly I tell you, there are some standing here who will in no way taste of death until they see the Son of Man coming in His kingdom. All righty. That's what they kept playing over and over and over. There were two things about that. All righty. That's what they kept playing over and over and over. There were two things about that. It says, when the Son of Man, when Jesus returns, He will render unto everyone according to their deeds, what they have done. I'm going to dish out to you your reward according 
to what you have done. And the second part of that is some of you standing here going to be here when he returns. Now, I got this promise. That's the second part of that. That 4200 Cedar Prophet text one of them unbelievable promises. The other part of that unbelievable promise is that I got an additional 50 years, 10 months and 10 days. I got my countdown. That's almost unbelievable. But that's a hundred. It ain't just 116 years. It's 116 years, and I'll almost be 117 because it ends on November 26, 2072. That's almost unbelievable. But Jesus may be back here in the next 50 years. And he may have had that thing glitched because I may be here, and some of y'all young may be here too. And if you do right, some of y'all old may be here. Red sky at night. I believe we got some stuff coming for us, just like we've had it in the past. See, it's a pattern. We've just been protected and blessed all the way through. And I still think that protection and blessing is coming to us, regardless of what happens out there. Regardless of the storm, we're going to have peace in that storm. Regardless, you're going to have blessings that will be untold that you can't even understand. Why? But it is because of God, if not for you. If not for you, if not for you, there go I but by the grace of God. If not for you, I think we are having some stuff that's coming that's beyond our imagination. That's what God keeps telling me. And if he breathes it into me, I'm going to breathe it into you. I got some promises and some stuff coming that's beyond natural belief. But I got to step up and I'm going to be rewarded according to my deeds. That's what Jesus said. He said, I'm coming back. And when I'm coming back, some of y'all here, and he was talking to one of the disciples in particular, may still be alive. But Jesus' stuff transcends on multiple levels. And he said, when I do come back, I'm going to reward you and render unto you according to your deeds. So people, let's get what we do right. And let's ask ourselves that question. Where would I be if I did everything God told me to do? And I didn't start it 25 years ago, but I can start it today. Start today and watch what happens and watch the miracles that come in your world that you didn't even think were possible. We thank you for joining us today at Brothers of the Word. You can go to brothersoftheword.com, listen to this message, share it with a friend, or listen to the entire series because this is truly peace in the storm because today we literally are in the midst of a physical storm outside. Thank you for joining us today at Brothers of the Word because, brother, you need the Word. I'm going to ask Pastor James to close us out for today. Man, we thank Pastor for that deep message and even George for his prayer that prompted it. We just thank the Holy Spirit for just knowing what we needed to hear in this hour. And even as Pastor was talking about, if it wasn't for the Lord, and what would you be if you followed everything that God told you to do? And he talked about the, the scripture, Matthew 16, too. As he gave his revelation of it, I had another revelation of it as I sat there and pondered it as it was talking about red sky in the evening. The other time in the Bible where the sky was red in the evening was when the children of Israel were in the wilderness and he guided them through a pillar of fire 
which had the sky red and it represented to me his guidance, his provision and his protection and it relates to what he said with what would you be if you follow everything that he's told you to do the children of Israel that just followed his leading and didn't complain didn't murmur they wouldn't have spent 40 years wandering around they would have it only been a matter of months they would have been able to go into the promised land instead of just a few of them going into the promised land from that original group so what would you be where would you go what would you be able to do if you follow his pillar of fire by night pillar of cloud by day the guidance the vision that he'd show you and that pillar of fire gave him vision even when the rest of the world couldn't see that fire provided warmth and vision that they could see even in the midst of the dark when all around you don't know what to do how to make it his vision through his pillar of fire will guide you and show you protect you even in the night when there's a lot of dangerous animals a lot of dangerous people it'll be your protection their shoes and clothes didn't wear out food was provided for them everything you need will be in the will of God you'll just follow his pillar of fire by night amen amen with heads bowed right now there's anybody in this place and you've heard the word of the Lord today and you ask yourself that question where would I be in? what would I be if I followed everything he told me to do and you just want to recommit yourself There's, you know there are major things right now that God has called you to do but you're not walking in and you just want to declare right now I want to follow his pillar of fire by night his pillar of cloud by day so that I can remain under the protection the guidance and the provisions of God you want to make that recommitment in your heart you can come to the altar now amen and those that are streaming if this message ministered to your heart and you want to commit yourself into following that pillar of fire by night to doing what he's told you to do In your own hearts, you're not here to repeat after me, so I'm going to just have you all to just, in your own heart, commit yourselves, your lives, your actions, your deeds unto the Lord, that you'll follow his will, that you'll do what he told you to do, that you'll trust him, that he'll do what he told you he would do. Just pray it and commit it in your own hearts, right now, wherever you are. Amen. And Lord, we just pray over these that have made this commitment this day, O oh Lord. I pray, O oh Lord, that as they follow you, 
that you'll take them to places that they couldn't even imagine, oh Lord. That as they trust you, oh Lord, I pray that even as your children of Israel were covered by your cloud, I pray that you'll cover their lives, oh Lord, wherever they go, oh Lord, that in the night of life, oh Lord, when things appear dark, oh Lord, that you'll give them your warmth, oh Father, your guidance, your provisions, oh Father. Pray, oh Lord, that even as you kept your children of Israel from their clothes from wearing out and their bodies from getting sick, oh Lord, their stomachs from being hungry, oh Lord, I pray that you'll keep them in life, oh Lord, as they will walk out in faith, oh Lord, in areas that they don't know how they'll make it, oh Father. Pray, oh Lord, that you'll provide every need, oh Lord, that you'll open every door, oh Father, that as they follow you, oh Lord, and are met with the giants of life, oh Lord, I pray that you'll give them the boldness to go forth as Joshua and Caleb to see, oh Lord, that which other people can't see, oh Lord, to perform mighty acts, oh Father, that can't be performed in their own strength. I pray, oh Lord, that you'll allow them to slay the giants, oh Lord, so that others can be blessed and enter into your promised lands, oh Father. We thank you, Lord, for this, this word today, oh Lord. Thank you for your people, oh Father, and the new commitment they're making right now, oh Lord. I pray, oh Father, that with this commitment, that you'll strengthen their discipline, oh Father, that in times of weakness, oh Lord, they'll be able to remember this moment in time, oh Lord, that they'll continue to abide by your will, oh Lord, and that they'll perform every action, oh Lord, that you instruct them to do, oh Lord. And in doing so, that when they stand before you in that end time, that they would have done everything that they wish they would have done while they were living, oh Lord. We thank you for giving us another chance to get back on the right path, oh Lord, to follow your will to do your desire upon the earth, O oh Lord, for we are your hands upon the earth. We're your mouthpiece to speak unto others, O oh Lord. Use us as you see fit, O oh Lord. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen. You are listening to brothersoftheword.com. This was the message titled, If Not For You, by Nathaniel Bronner. This message is number 5943, that's 5943, to listen to thousands of free messages or to send this message number 5943 to a friend, go to brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to iwanttogive.com. That's iwanttogive.com. Listen to brothersoftheword.com often because brother you need the word. Oh, brother, you need the word.